Hey, everyone. My name is Topher. And my name is Kate. And this is Hallway Chats. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Nexus, a liquid web brand, and their cool new product, Membership Sites with WP Quick Start. If you're thinking of building a membership site like we are, check it out. Our guest today is Aditya Kane from Pune, India. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I still read that you. and um, thought it was Kane. <laughs> Terrible. This is not Mr. Kane, the famous wrestler. This is Mr. Kane. Yeah, not not a famous wrestler. Yet you're not a famous wrestler. Yet there's still time. There's still time. And then that guy will be like, "Oh, curse him! Change my name." Uh, (laughs) This is a very weird introduction. Yes. Wow, this is this is uh, not a tech talk. <laughs> yeah. So and we're very weird people, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I met you many years ago and actually traveled to Pune to, to meet you. Um are you a Pune native or did you move there? Uh I moved in uh, I moved to Pune uh, actually the same year we met uh, in 2015. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember you were in Mumbai before that, weren't you? Yeah, I was in Mumbai. And uh, I'm, I was born in Pune, uh, but oh, okay. I've I've lived all my life. My school, college, everything is in Mumbai, uh, and uh, uh, I moved uh, in 2015. Towards the end of it, I moved to Pune and uh, became a Punekar or Puneri. Yeah, uh, which is so, which is a Pune native. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been six years now. Which one feels more like home? <clears throat> yeah, it's difficult to say that, but since since I'm married and I'm living here, I guess Pune uh, feels like home. But uh, yeah, I mean, Mumbai is a place where I grew up, so there's a lot of childhood memories, and uh, I, I still like my dad still lives there, and oh, yeah. he still lives near my old school and the neighborhood I grew up in. So. Uh, that sometimes feels like home too, and that's cool. Yeah. Do you go back often? Uh, not since the pandemic started. Oh, so right, I haven't, yeah. I haven't been there uh, since my dad's dad has certain health issues, so we didn't want to take uh, the risk. But yeah, I used to visit every every few weeks. It's it's not oh, that far cool. from Pony. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering how close are they. It's about uh, four hours by road, uh, three, okay. three and a half, four hours by road. And uh, uh, and it's very well connected by train and transport. Yeah, they're very, they're both pretty big cities. So um, yeah. uh, how did you, how did you get into WordPress? What's your yeah, story? Well, yeah, so that's, so the first time I heard about WordPress was when a friend of mine shared the WordPress zip file with me saying that, hey, this is something interesting. And I said, what, am I, what do I do with this? Uh, <laughs> a very common story, right? Um, but that was, I think, back in 2007. I think, yeah, 2006 okay. or 2007. Uh, and I tried to find out what WordPress was, and I didn't really find a lot of information that time, uh, understandably. Uh, and then... The first time I actually started using it properly 
uh, and a lot was in 2009 when I joined this company called RT Cam, uh, which was based out of Pune. And yeah, I was sort of taking care of, I was hired to take care of the blog network and that's when I first started using WordPress. So I'm sorry, uh, did, did you say that was 09 that you joined RT Camp? Yeah, I wow. joined RT I didn't, I didn't realize that um, the company had been around that long. That's really amazing. It's It recently finished 12 years. Uh, so, it's, yeah, it's been around for a while. That's really and cool. It started from a publishing background. So, okay. they were primarily publishers, uh, blogs, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then development. As we so so you, you joined in 09 and you're still there. Have you been there the whole, you know, like the whole time? Have you come and gone a little or? I've come and gone a, a little bit. So I joined, so I joined in uh, 2009. I left uh, a camp in 2016. Oh. And uh, yeah, 2016. And I then tried to start my own thing with a couple of friends and then I that didn't work that. Out. yeah <laughs> yeah I, I i think we chatted a few things about a few yeah. things that time yeah and after that by 2000 yeah we we wrapped that up pretty pretty quickly i think it was just a year uh, a lot of us a lot of the people who founded the company uh, had a lot of issues uh, not not work related or with each other, just a lot of personal issues going around. So we just yeah. uh, wrap me up, we wrapped it up, and I did some freelancing, and then I joined Automatic as a community wrangler uh, from 2018, and then I was out of Automatic in last year, 2020. Okay, and then I slept for a couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and and then, yeah, then I was doing some freelance work and uh, I I kept in touch with uh, Rahul Bansal, who <coughs> was the founder and CEO of uh, RT Camp. And he, uh, so he basically asked me to, asked me if I was willing to work. And I started working half time there last year. And then from this year onwards, I've been working full time. So yeah. What, what are you doing there now? What's your task now? Uh, it's a, so I, I take care of all their, uh, I, I take care of a few things, but could say like the marketing part, like everything uh-huh. to do with marketing RTCAM to, uh, from to clients, but also to potential clients, but also to, to potential people who would join RTCAM uh, uh-huh, when yeah. it comes to hiring. Yeah. And I also work in, uh, I also like along with a couple of people, uh, we we basically run the editorial desk of uh, okay. Cam. So everything that there's a case study comes out, everything we sort of uh, come up with that kind of content and, and also the internal communications part, which is, <laughs> uh, which is. That's a lot of things. That's a lot of things. Yes. Yeah, so you, like, you keep saying, and also. <laughs> Yeah, and also because it's like everything is put in this way. This is internal communications, which can yeah. literally but be they're, anything. They're all things yeah. that kind of fit well together too. You know, I'm I'm on the communication sides of 
most things I'm involved in. And if your marketing team isn't connected with your communications team, you're going to have some real problems. So, you know, it's... Yeah. So uh, do you do stuff with WordPress outside of work? Do you, do you blog? Do you teach? Yeah, I mean, I, do stuff? I, I, I did do a bit of teaching, uh, not, not really in terms of, uh, so this was basically like a voluntary teaching. I have taught a bit of yeah. WordPress to some people who, who were new to WordPress uh, uh, just when the pandemic started, just for, because I wanted to keep my, uh, I mean, I was not going to work, but I wanted to do something. So, mm-hmm. right. so uh, teaching how websites are built to some people, who, uh, some kids basically. Uh, ah, that's cool. I wouldn't say I shouldn't call them kids. They were about 19, 20 years. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so 30 but years yeah. younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And half my age. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I sort of taught them WordPress. I've done a bit of uh, outreach and uh, with uh, open source workshops at colleges but, and uh, in, in Pune. Uh, in the middle and yes of course i've done some freelance work in terms of writing and uh, sure. content writing and things like that i have a, a memory of a blog called the bombay pirate oh yeah so that's my personal blog i i just uh, i write a lot on it I, I used to write a lot on it i don't write as much uh, but i still do write an average of one blog post every three months. So every three months, <laughs> that's my like thing. I don't want to go beyond three months without a blog post. Gotcha. That's really cool. So is um, is writing your background? Like, did you, you went to university. Um, was it a writing journalism communications kind of thing or? So growing up, uh, I would have preferred to be a journalist or an economist, uh, possibly an economist. Uh, uh, better jobs, maybe yeah. become an academician or something like that. Uh, but yeah, I, like most most kids our age and slightly, with slightly privileged backgrounds, we are told just, uh, I mean, we are sort of brainwashed by society. It's not like my parents did this, but right. into picking up computers, uh, mm-hmm. which is why I did a computer degree. Uh, so I have my basics in computer, but, uh, and I got into that. I, I started picking up jobs, which are basically customer support and uh, technical support uh, for uh, some output, uh, outsourcing jobs. Like there were certain outsourcing okay. jobs that I picked up. Uh, and back in 2008 or seven, 2007, 2008, I worked in IBM, uh, similar job profile, which is uh, tech support. Yeah. Uh, and I, it was so boring to be sitting in a cubicle and all that. So uh-huh. uh, I used to go home and I basically ended up writing uh, on our Word document several hundreds of pages. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so utter boredom basically turned me out into a writer. <laughs> Gotcha. You know, it's it's so true. Boredom has so much value. You know, we, we hate to be bored, but at the same time, it sparks so much 
creativity and interest you know it really drives us to try other things that we might you know out of desperation we have to find mm-hmm. something to do <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's yeah that's true uh uh i remember reading about this somewhere uh i don't can't recall where but there was like a research done with people yeah there was this there's this youtube channel where it tests him it has it's a science uh, youtube channel and it talks about uh, creativity and there was this uh, research done by that if you did something boring and then uh, tried to find solutions immediately afterwards uh, you, like a like a certain group uh, was apparently more creative than another group which was sort of not doing the boring works apparently mm-hmm. yeah that's how that's, that's cool. interesting yeah i've i've heard that uh, there's a great deal of value in boredom for children um because it, it spurs <laughs> them it spurs them to play like you put put some kids in the backyard without toys and they'll come mm. up with something to do you know they'll make up a game they'll invent something they'll tear down the yeah. house and burn it but I was gonna you know, say. Something. <laughs> it might be burying their little brother in the backyard. <laughs> if, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, you're right. There is something to that, you know, where if you're forced into creativity. Yeah. Um, I'd like to talk about WordPress events a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I first met you because I was looking for some business advice from Indians who had succeeded in a WordPress business. And somebody said, Hey, WordCamp Mumbai just happened. Here's a list of the organizers. Go talk to them. And uh, you were on the list. So uh, you were an organizer for, for WordCamp Mumbai, right? Yeah. Uh, Which was the second one ever? Second one ever, uh, 2015. Um, yeah. I mean, technically the third one, but. The first one was not so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't involved, so it's <laughs> so, so what's the rest of your career been like as a as an organizer? Have you organized more? Yeah, so so I've been a, I've been always a co-organizer at WordCamp Pune right up to 2016. Uh, WordCamp Mumbai, sorry, and then then I started being a co-organizer at WordCamp uh, Pune. Uh, so yeah, the the WordCamp you attended in 2015 was not when I was a organizer, right. uh, but but because the cities are so close, a lot of the people sort of uh, there's a lot of commonality. So like a yeah. lot of people are friends with each other, and they can easily travel to and fro, and hence uh, the community is sort of like uh, uh, sort of mashed up as in there's mm-hmm. no like separation mm-hmm. such yeah i met a lot um, of bikers when i was there uh yeah you did <laughs> <laughs> you met me <laughs> I met you yeah you met me you uh, met alex you probably uh, met uh, alex alex counter uh, yeah ramya pandyan yeah uh, oh yeah yeah ramya, yeah. ramya so, yeah yeah yep. so yeah, that's uh, so. I've been organizing events and very uh, un- 
right through but basically as a co-organizer i've, I've never uh, I, i like to i like to be an organizer i don't like to speak <laughs> or uh, <laughs> oh yeah or i don't like the I don't like the limelight you could say yeah uh, i recently organized wordcam india which is why i sort of oh, um, right. uh, yeah wordcam india it was an online event uh, and i think it was held of exactly the cup a few days after the first word word fest or yeah it was yeah and, and i think it was it was three weekends long and yes it I was, was it was three weekends i was long. exhausted was... for you you know after doing just <laughs> one 20 one 24 hour day i couldn't imagine three weekends of a virtual event but well done you <laughs> so yeah the it was interesting to have a three weekend long uh, experiment mm-hmm. uh, probably not i mean if it is up to me it, it probably i was the one who proposed that we do this over three weekends and i'm happy enough to say that i wouldn't <laughs> want to repeat that again <laughs> well you know i think so, that the the virtual event space you have so many possibilities and we've seen this with wordfest as we're doing it again for a second time and possibly looking ahead to a third one you know you have to try these things you don't know if they're a good idea until you try them and they're kind of easy to try like the the simplicity of holding a three week end event online is completely different than trying to get a venue and food for people for three weekends in person you know so so you try it and maybe it works and maybe it doesn't but you don't know until you did so that's you know, it's great to to have done it and then say you know what not going to do that again that's just fine <laughs> yeah i mean um, so the things we did at the world camp were quite uh, uh, quite satisfying in the sense uh, mm-hmm. we wanted to do something different from having speaker sessions and uh, yeah like just having speaker sessions and then maybe a contributor day and that's like the classic uh, world camp format uh, yeah. which mm-hmm. has also been transferred to the online format and for me that is uh, not as exciting i mean i wanted to to see if we could do something different and that's why we had a workshop day where we mm-hmm. had a few very basic workshops uh, of uh, an introduction to wordpress or introduction to bookcommerce and in the workshop day we had uh, we started a workshop with an english version and then the same workshop was done in different languages uh, one after the one after the other and that was a lot of uh, that actually got a lot of new people involved because uh, mm-hmm. during the so that was the whole idea that and and in that sense it was quite successful because the idea was that and that that's just i don't have statistics but i can say that uh, it's just the sense i get that when there's an online event it's just like we are the same people are getting together because they know each other yeah. and we 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 not sort of getting other people from uh, into the community because uh, because we are not a physical event which they can go to and sort of you know right. hang hang in the shadows and just <laughs> catch someone on in, in the hallway and have a chat uh, mm-hmm. which is how a lot of people start getting uh, taking part and mm-hmm. and getting into a community and i think they can't do that because uh, they 
they don't know about these uh, events and even if they go right. to these events it's just a one way conversation because uh, mm-hmm. it's all focused on the sessions and there are no hallway chats i mean we try to make that by having zoom rooms and all but it's not the same uh so the other way was to not actually have that and just have something completely different which people can engage with and we got a lot of new people uh who had never been to a workshop and who attended those workshops uh and because we had a workshop on the first weekend and then we followed up one of those uh, one of the people who actually presented at the workshop uh became a organizer by the end of <laughs> by the by the by the time we ended up with uh uh with the event so, that's cool so, that's yeah. really great well yeah. and i i love the idea of holding the same workshop in multiple languages um it's such you yeah. know the, it's so hard to figure out how best to meet a global community needs you know particularly with online <clears throat> events and i think that's a really clever way to have gone about it yeah i mean it was sort of easy to do in india because uh, almost none of us have english as a first language mm-hmm. so uh, so yeah it was just and none of us have like very common language like i i work with people in my team there's uh, there are four people and each one has a so one speaks gujarati i'm speaking marathi and another one speaks hindi and another one i don't know what he speaks but yeah, <laughs> i think he definitely speaks english so it works uh, so so yeah i mean we uh, so so we all have our different languages uh, so it's not that easy to speak in our own mm-hmm. native uh, languages uh, so a lot of us are comfortable speaking in english uh, especially at the level of using wordcamp uh, using wordpress but mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of people who do not know how to so they understand how to read english and 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 maybe even writing in english but they don't they're not really good at asking questions in english or mm-hmm. uh, or or listening in english to somebody who speaks very fast or uh, yeah so, yeah yeah I'm- so if the lang- if the session is in marathi it's not that they wouldn't understand in english but very often it just gives them the comfort level to just ask a question uh, so that yeah. was the that was the aim out there yeah something i've i have found with heropress is uh, most of the people i communicate with globally it's on slack <laughs> and uh, most people who have english as a second or third or fourth language read and write wonderfully well but don't speak it that great mm. uh, because speed is an issue um or you know accent is an issue or something like that um mm-hmm. and the whole concept of the difference between understanding a language as it's written as opposed to spoken is really interesting to me uh, it's one of the reasons i've started doing um translations on hero press mm. um you know I was I was told early on especially in India you know you don't need to do multilingual just do English we all speak English and there's a difference between speaking and reading English and really deeply understanding it and having it in your own language just makes it more comfortable yeah 
Uh, That's why we've gone there. Yeah, well, and I really like your point about asking questions in your own language. If I was learning something new, even if I could read it and understand it in the language it was being presented in, being, it doesn't mean that I can come up with the right questions or even if I, I tend to be more shy in that kind of environment anyway. So I'd struggle to ask questions at all, let alone questions in a language that I'm really uncomfortable with. Yeah, and there's a lot of formality to uh, WordCamp speakers, and uh, I mean, not not because of anything that the speakers do, but it's just how the world is. That if you're mm-hmm. put on a podium, everybody thinks you're great, and uh, everyone's great. But the point is, you know, uh, people think you wouldn't okay, be on the podium if you weren't great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, the point is you're not that great. And a lot of people right. assume that you're yeah. like a, a great expert or of something. And, you know, you, they're like, you need to be like uh, God gifted, talented or something like that, just to be able to speak on some subject. And a lot of people don't realize it's, it's not that difficult. I mean, it's uh, uh, to le- reach mm-hmm. that level of expertise. is not that difficult very often. And uh, so you don't have to, uh, so there's a lot of assumptions that, oh, I shouldn't ask questions or I shouldn't uh, speak up or I mm-hmm. shouldn't uh, connect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and, it's, and that happens a lot more when in India, at least, uh, when somebody, or, or South Asia for that matter, if somebody speaks in English and English is perfect. Uh, so people feel that okay, this, this person knows uh, WordPress and English. So let me not ask a question. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's, that makes a lot of sense. Like I really see the thinking behind that. So I'd like to pivot a little bit, but not too Mm. far. Uh, Still Mm. talking about uh, digital or online conferences. Uh, You're a volunteer for WordFest just coming up. Um, As volunteer wrangler, I should know what you're doing, but I have no idea. (laughs) What are you doing for WordFest? I have no idea myself. <laughs> I think I'm. Uh, awesome. I think I'm. I'm a community moderator of some kind. Uh, okay. Yeah, and uh, I'll get back uh, to you on that. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm, I'm that. But I'm not. Uh, I I know that I'm not doing a couple of things that I signed up for. Yeah. So I think oh, it's okay. the the other thing which I signed up for. Okay. Which is uh, moderating. Uh, on the community i've i've what actually not yeah uh, i have not really gone through the uh, the word fest program i i know i'm supposed to attend sometime uh, in the afternoon uh, some volunteer uh, green room but i have yeah, not done it yet like, yeah i've not i've just not had the time to do that and it's like bang in the middle of the afternoon for me uh, yeah. right after yeah that's when that's when my workplace just comes alive. So, uh, but I'll find time probably. On um, what made you want to be involved in a, in a global event like WordFest? Yeah. So as I said, I was interested last, uh, last time around, the first time around, uh, mm-hmm. because of the fact that they were speaking of mental health uh, okay. and, uh, and self-care. And so and I generally like the tone of the 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 word camp uh, the word fest uh, 
conference I just, and and the things that they put out and uh, so yeah i generally like the tone of it and certain things that certain people said about it uh and then a lot of people had a lot of fun uh, on at wordfest uh, i think a couple of my colleagues yeah. I, think, i think imran was there and yeah uh mm-hmm. and a friend a very good friend yogesh 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 yeah. Kande, uh, or yogi as you might know him so yeah. <laughs> he yeah they they spoke a lot they they had a lot of fun they told me that they had a lot of fun so i wanted yeah. to sort of get involved Uh, i didn't know there was a word fest happening uh, another one so i joined the uh, the big orange the big orange art um, slack group mm-hmm. i think a few months ago uh, and then i found out that there was this event that's going to happen so i said yeah i'll volunteer so i want to be a part of it uh, specifically because they do focus a bit on uh, quite a bit on mental health and Yeah, self care. Yeah. Um one of the things that's unique about Wordfest is that it's a it is a 24-hour event and so it has like time zone silos where uh people can visit can can see talks in their own time zone. Like nowhere in the world yeah. do they have to get up at midnight to watch. Um I would enjoy your perspective on the value of that. um you and i are in almost 12 hours off so um we're pretty different in time zone um is do you view that as a as a particular value as opposed to like working camp europe or something which would be in an awkward time for you i mean to be honest uh, when it comes to big marky word camps like word camp europe what can be was uh, so yeah. i can say i as as a consumer of 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 that event i i don't find them all that useful uh okay i might i might if i end up going there in person and uh, sure. but again it's it's again i mean i might i might at, i might want to attend a couple of events like that but that's it i wouldn't want to do that more uh, i'm not very comfortable with 3000 people in uh-huh. some area uh, yeah. i like i like the slightly more uh, uh compact word camp or something mm-hmm. uh, something like maybe 300 people i say 300 mm-hmm. people i know that's still a big number but in india <laughs> if you just randomly stand around on the road there'll be 300 people <laughs> <laughs> even during the pandemic so 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 Uh, so yeah i mean three yeah that's like a closer knit sort of group of people is something that i get more out of but some okay so the word first thing actually is quite useful because it has a very specific uh, so i like the fact that there are a lot of speakers from this part of the world will be speaking at uh, in these uh, time zones uh, and so on and so forth so that sort of allows people to listen to experts from their part of the world rather than uh people from north america and europe who mm-hmm. do tend to dominate uh, the narrative and the uh and the speaker sessions at all of these uh mm-hmm. word camp events the big word camp events right uh, uh 
yeah that's cool so that's yeah that's exactly what i was hoping for that's what i, I was hoping you would say um because that's what i imagine this the benefit that i hoped would occur yeah that was the goal i was always concerned like one of my thoughts was as great as it is to have local speakers in local time zones to shake up the speakers a bit so that you're getting a, a sampling of speakers from different time zones so you get mm. more exposure to new people you know particularly when you can take an event virtual you have more opportunities to meet someone that you might not come in contact with in person sometime um, for instance you know I haven't been to Pune, so I'm not going to necessarily just meet a WordPresser from Pune. So, um, so yeah, that's that's always the question: is you know, do you keep it more local or do you mix it up some so that there's a wider exposure? Which isn't really a question; it's just a thought. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a that's there's there's some uh, value to that to mixing up the speakers, as long as we uh, are thinking of the topics that mm -hmm. we'll be covering. And if they are relevant, uh, um, and uh, if, if you're talking about, let's say SEO and uh, Yoast is going to be, uh, yeah, he's going to be speaking. And if he's speaking in our time zone, that will be very rare because we won't get him. Uh, we won't be able to usually listen to him speak mm -hmm. uh, yeah. in our time zone. Uh, so that's a novelty factor. But yeah, maybe having one or two speakers. I'm giving an example of yours who is very accomplished and very famous. But uh, uh, yeah, it, it'll be nice to mix up a little bit and get some... Uh, so yeah, even the audience has a connection with people from different parts of the world and that'll be nice. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Cool. Um, we are getting near the end of our time. Uh, and it has been a delight talking with you. Oh. It has. It's been really good to see you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Um, I want to point out that uh, you did a Hero Press essay very early, oh, yeah. very early in, in the history of Hero Press. So, yeah, uh, that was ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> So it does if, feel if like people, forever, doesn't it? If people want to learn about what you did in WordPress when you were a young man, then they can go read that. <laughs> Younger. Younger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they can they can go back and read the the HeroPress essay where I I think I wrote I, I don't remember what I wrote. I think I wrote about my uncle. Uh, who sort of like, that's the first place where I saw uh, the internet uh, and oh, he was yeah. communicating with his uh, sons who were studying abroad. And that's the first sure. place where I saw the internet working. Uh, you, know, old you, should, uh, and, you should go read yeah. it. It's a good essay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember it for one particular reason. So I wrote it in the morning on a Google Doc and I sent it off to you. And I said, hey, I didn't spell check that. And so I went, <laughs> I went back the next day uh, and was going to about to reach you, reach out to you. And you reached out to me saying, hey, I published this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay. 
that is so much my life with him <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that that was that was a good that was a fun thing to do and and i think i was like the fourth or fifth uh, essay on hero press thing fifth yeah. or sixth time yeah those were those were different days for hero press and i really appreciate your support that time that was that was a big deal it's uh, talking about hero press it's been uh it's 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 been really interesting we've been having a lot of these conversations about uh how hero press is relevant and why it is relevant in india and uh, how it opened up uh, uh so i i think of it personally as like a oral history project where people come in and say their story mm. and you actually go back yeah. and uh, are able to go through an archive and uh in my case it goes back so long that i can actually read up uh find something new and what i had written so right. uh, but yeah i mean it's it's a bit like an oral history project and that's how i approach it i i tend to just read like it's 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 pretty one uh, it's a lot of wonder in the sense that uh, you read about somebody in uh, south america someone in egypt or Middle East, or even in parts of India, that uh, South Asia, and so many places, mm-hmm. even in the US, and you see a lot of the stories are very similar and yet different, and yeah, uh, and it's 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 quite one. It's 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 great because those are the people who should be. We always think of them as the uh, uh, hero process, something that takes a slice of the 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 community or the the The, the public of uh, mm-hmm. WordPress because the republic of WordPress will be preserved because we'll have all the the community teams and the WordPress dot org to uh, to archive that. But uh, so yeah, this is something like the people's history program. Uh, yeah, which, which is how I see it, and that's why I love it. I love uh, that term, oral history archive. Um, I in the last. couple of years i've come to realize how rarely how few people read every essay as it comes out for a long time i thought of hero press as a publication like a magazine or a newsletter when it comes out you read it and i've come to realize that most people treat it like a library or an archive and they don't read every week or whatever um but they'll go every few months and read five or 10 essays at mm. once um or or pick a a pick a, a a geographic area and read all the essays from whatever you know some place yeah. um and it sort of changed how i how i publish why i publish when i publish things like that for a long time i was very rigid about publishing every wednesday morning uh yeah you see my wife nodding um and i i don't care as much anymore if a wednesday goes by without an essay that's fine if i publish on a thursday that's fine because it's not about getting it to a person who's sitting at their desk waiting for an essay you know it's it's about just contributing paint, you know adding more paint to the picture mm-hmm. yeah yeah and one of the things we're hoping to do moving forward is to get get it more organized the archive more organized so that it's easier to find common threads um so you could search for a topic or um 
broad enough. We don't want people to feel, you know, spotlighted, but um, there are a number of essays that have some common themes that can be really inspirational for people. And we'd like to make that easier for them to find. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes Topher's eyes roll I'm, back. I'm not being, I'm not being about sarcastic it. about that. No. I was generally saying good luck with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah uh, it's it's interesting. I mean, how uh, it's just started off as uh, something that Topher just wanted to uh, create a space for people to say something, and there's a lot of people. I know from where I come, I think there must be like what. 50 or 60 i don't know 40 50 essays from india i'm not sure yeah probably around yeah and uh, yeah it's it's still interesting to see like uh, earlier on when i was uh, reading essays it was usually all the people i knew and uh, like i'd met them somewhere or i knew knew about them or something like that and now i often don't know the people who are writing on hero press uh, and they're from india so that's it's it's really nice it's really uh, something yeah that is enjoyable. true you know i have a i have an impression that i don't know is right or not i feel like india is a lot more involved in wordpress than they were in 2015 hmm. is that is that right well Maybe yeah, maybe I mean, more the community, maybe not so much WordPress, the technology, but like, um, just the the community. Well, there's a couple of things that are so there's the larger issues at hand. One of them is that uh, India generally has a a better view of uh, historically a better view of uh, open source or open licenses or. Mm-hmm. Uh, considering our uh, colonial past, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of that was done through tariffs and uh, it was not done through conquest, it was done through tariffs and mm-hmm. uh, close, close, close sourcing, sometimes our uh, Indian technology or native technology. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I mean, that, the, that there is historically been always like a, a social acceptance of uh, of an open systems or open standards uh, uh, world, as, as we call it, mm-hmm. uh, which, which is not true for the world, but at least in tech, that thing is catching on. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, in India, we think of it more uh, as that part rather than of maybe in the West, it's more about personal freedom and uh, uh, yeah. expressive, uh, yeah, ex- freedom of expression. But here mm-hmm. it's more about those things uh, not along with that I think it's uh, the barriers are a lot less I mean uh, in, India is a very young country uh, like I think half of India's population is younger than I am so uh, or I think something like yeah 40% of them are younger than 30 so essentially mm-hmm. uh, India is a very young country, which is having a lot of people who are coming out of colleges and looking at careers in terms of finding their way around in what in, in mm-hmm. the internet, on the internet, in publishing, in all those places. And hence, and I mean, just an observation, 
may be probably true, but young people tend to bring in a lot more energy and are ready to take a lot more risks uh, in mm-hmm. terms of doing new things or just getting things, just doing something without even yeah. wondering if it will fail or not. And I think that's that's something that is, uh, and, and people in, in India, uh, in the WordPress ecosystem in India essentially are very, very young. Uh, some of them just, mm-hmm. like most of them are in their, uh, just out of their teens <laughs> yeah so yeah so kids. most of them are yeah <laughs> most of them are kids and <laughs> so yeah that's 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 probably why they're much more active uh, in in the community side of things because the technical side is slightly more less accessible because uh, at times it's slightly less accessible you need to communicate uh, uh, in english you need to write a p2 post on for a proposal you need to do a lot of those things and as i said mm-hmm. it it's a barrier i mean very often i work with somebody and and i i get this feedback from some some of the friends some of my friends that uh, uh, it was quite easy to just write a p2 post and a proposal and I'm like yeah it was i mean it's you like if you know how to code you probably can do this also i mean it's it's not a big deal so yeah, yeah. i mean so so i think they feel uh, most people do feel a little scared of getting involved in technical ideas and uh, contributing technically in terms of core and all that though there are a lot of core uh, core patches done by indians but yeah yeah there are quite a lot of core patches done by indians but not as many regular uh, core contributors from india at least at this mm-hmm. point of time regular as in somebody who's taking care of an entire uh, feature or something like that. Right. Yeah. That's really fascinating. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's something maybe the younger folks can take on. Take on. <laughs> yeah. Get involved in. Uh, and yeah it's it's because it's open source it's easy to get started with so a lot of the to a lot of the learning is free and easy to access so uh, uh i mean i was just talking about this to somebody that the linkedin uh the li- linkedin learning which is when they acquired mm-hmm. linda that's about i think it's about 15 dollars in per month the, the pricing which is quite expensive for, let's say, somebody who's 21, 22 years old. Uh, uh, and so to learn slightly more complex things, it's uh, to spend that extra amount of money, uh, especially when it's, yeah, so that's that's slightly difficult. So a lot of people get into WordPress because it's just easy to to enter into. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. In order. yeah. Yeah. Um, Those those economic barriers can be just a real, a real problem that we don't realize, you know, it depends on. Yeah. Also in, yeah. Also in uh, the economic barrier is one part, but uh, I think people would pay for something if they knew that it would give them something uh, in return. And very often a lot of things on the internet are pretty useless, even though they're charged. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Especially if they're charged at times. So, yeah so so uh 
so yeah i mean that's that is uh, a barrier that people can make i don't want to spend this 1000 bucks here okay yeah. exactly <laughs> all right we've been talking for a long time now relatively mm-hmm. and it was great and it, and it is time to wrap it up so yeah. uh so I'm do the i'm going to do the outro so, here real quick so thank you so much for being with us um we do really appreciate it spending your evening here yeah thanks Kate. it was nice getting to know you and nice getting to know you too and uh, nice catching out with you Tofa. <laughs> yeah all right uh this has been a halt <laughs> i'm gonna edit that out <laughs> this has been an episode of hallway chats a part of the Hero Press Network. Your hosts are Kate and Topher DeRosia. We'd like to thank Sophia DeRosia for the music and Nexus for hosting our network. If you liked the episode, please subscribe and mention us on social media.